Ladies and gents, it's proclamation news and Gavin's with the prodigious performance professor Johnson. Um, some people probably wonder why I do the radio. It's like me asking, why do you breathe oxygen? Got a sense of purpose, a sense of direction, doing anything methodical, giving yourself something to do, something you enjoy. It's all that matters in life. Um, I'm dressed inappropriately. A bit like family law. Family law. What an absolute catastrophe that is. That's what I can say about the family law, really. Um, there must be so many people thinking about alienated parents. Where's justice in the system? But it's not even worth banging your head against the wall trying to work out where it went wrong. It's just a family law itself. Being a law to itself, judges can make whatever they want. Judges can make up their mind, make up point directions or be brought to side with the bias, be biased as well, very, very biased, for whatever reason, if it's money, if it's power, um, it should lead down to adult social care, child social care, to step in and say this is what should happen, make, make adaptations to make ends meet. Anyway, moving on ladies and gents, think safety, think first, plan your destination. Making you got sure you got sufficient fuel on board to travel from A to B. Stop, but, uh, but you know, lanes closed, road closure, further congestion, further pile-ups in the road, cause an accident as well. Check your engine oil, water cooling tank, make sure it tops up to maximum level. Making sure you and Patrick have seatbelts on and babies have seatbelts adjacent to the car seat. When you don't put a seatbelt on, you're putting everyone else's life at risk in the car and the opposing car on in front of you, behind you, on the other side of the road. You're dangerous to society. So make sure you have, your passengers have seatbelts on. Check your PSI limits on the side of your tyres, your tyre treads. Check for further road, um, road signs, further police instructions. Check for road workers, make sure they're not leering behind the fence onto the, onto the road. Drive vigilantly around roadworks. Check your centre mirror, wing mirror, wing mirror before turning, acting into a safe, sufficient directional choice. We've got quite a few good segments to get through today. It's not all politics. It's a bit of, um, we've got local news to royal family. Um, a married mum was petrified of her life. Anyway, local instance, A120, slow traffic eastbound at 3pm first reported London Road Junction 25 Marks Tay delays Braintree 4 o'clock A120 slow traffic A120 at B1018 Galley's Corner usual delays in Dedham today this morning slow traffic A12 both ways between Junction 16 A1124 Essex Yo Manory Way, 8 Ash Green, Tollgate Interchange and Junction 30, B1029 Upper Street, Stratford, St Mary, in the construction area, 6.15am, first reported. Um, Chelmsford, Forum, A130, slow traffic A130, Road northbound at B1137. Seems to be rush hour around three o'clock, two o'clock slow traffic. Army Navy roundabout A1060 Park. Army Navy delay.
delays on all approaches. Slow traffic on A128, in Grave Road, both ways at A1023 High Street, Wilson's Corner, affecting all routes into Brentwood. 11.59am reported today. Just off Ilford, very slow traffic congestion, slow traffic to A12 Eastern Avenue, out of town before A406 North Circular, Redbridge Roundabout, congestion to Stratford. Dagenham, again 3 o'clock, very slow traffic on A13 Newham Way and Alfred's Way eastbound between A1011 Manor Road, Cannon Town, Flyover and A1153 Lodge Avenue, Lodge Avenue Junction. Travel time is 20 minutes, usual rush hour, congestion heading away from central London towards Dagenham. Just going to a short break while I share this instance on Twitter, ladies and gents, we've got quite a lot to get through. Next segment, we'll be talking about Rwanda. What the Prime Minister wants to plan for Rwanda. But will he get what he was asked for? That is the question. Stay tuned and find out in about five minutes. Exactly as it is in real life. When you both, this is a weird one. When you both, you both played FIFA, right? You both played FIFA and played your own yourself. Yeah. Is that not a bit nuts? First of all, you've only your stats, whatever you get. What? No, but you've got to remember, that we, we, we as a normal person, never have that. Right? It is nuts. I've never really spoken about that. Is that not, do you not think that's bizarre, Jack, when you're playing? When you're playing, do you do different things for people because you're already, you'd never drop yourself, you'd always play, you'd never? No, I was captain. And for three kids. Is it? Free kids. Oh. Yeah, yeah, see. How good are my step-overs, by the way? One of the best step-overs I've seen. Is it the most naturally gifted yeah. step-over? Yeah. Thanks. And what about you when you play FIFA? It's a bit weird when Darren Red's clean through and skies it over the bargain. Yeah, but it's not that you can't get a beach ball. Should we go to the phone line? Quickly, 03717 Lee's a Spurs fan. Hello, Lee. Hello, dear. I'm good. How are you, Lee? What are you doing? Where are you going? Oh, we've just finished work with Bricklayers. Just, just built a wall and uh, one on my own. All right. And, How deep are uh, your foundations? One metre. Oh, is that enough in this day and age? No. Oh, well, why don't you go deeper? Uh, it's, it's quicker to do it less. <laughs> you sound like a builder I've had before, Lee. Go on then, what's your, your favourite moments or memories of away days? You're a Spurs fan. Um, favourite is obviously Tottenham v Arsenal, um, especially when we win. Uh, the atmosphere is unbelievable. Even at the home Tottenham this season, best atmosphere in the Premier League this season was Tottenham v Arsenal at what at Tottenham Ground. Um, when you say the Premier League, hold on. When you say the Premier League, you mean for a Spurs game? Obviously, you haven't been to every other game in every other Premier League game. I just know. I oh, just okay. know for a fact no. there was no way would you get better than that atmosphere when we played the Goons and and I, and and also, Andy, I, I think you are an absolutely comedy legend. Oh, that's very kind of you, Lee. I'm not going to argue with you now. You're very funny. Thank you, and, Lee. And, and, and I've, got, I've, got, I've got two things that I'd like to say, if that's all right, Andy. Well, it depends what they are. Uh, a, a, I don't understand how Darren Bent is an Arsenal fan and he's put on a Spurs shirt. That I just don't get that. <laughs> well, you, Lee, you do 100 grand a week, wouldn't you? No, there so, must be other offers. You must have had other offers to go somewhere yeah, else. But everyone, it's a job. No, it's a job. You do, you 
do it for a million pound a week, right? I said for a meal. There you go. Mm. Everyone's got their price. Yeah, that's my price. A meal. And also, when we win, when Tottenham win the FA Cup this season, one of our players is going to sing a song about Jack Wiltshire. Okay, be careful now. All right, you're live. What do we think of Jack Wiltshire? Okay, you don't need to finish that one yet. <laughs> I said he said when Spurs win the impact, yeah, it's going to be so sunset. So you know that will never be sunset. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> because you, when you said that, it could, so it was on the balcony, right? Yeah. At the town hall. No, the stadium. At the stadium, right? And you said, what do you think of Spurs? And it cost you £40,000. Where'd that money go? Who's find you? The club? The FA. The FA find you? Yeah. Seriously, was it worth it though? Well, when I get a phone call like that, yes. Still, I still live in there. What do you do when you get when you get a phone like that? Do you write a check? Do you bank transfer? What that do you do? I'm out my own wages. Oh, does it? Okay. Didn't even dead. <laughs> you pick it up and you go. Oh, is it? It's come out. I didn't even know. <laughs> still buy that house. Uh, keep the calls coming in 0371722334 on Drive on Talksport with We Buy Any Car. To find out how much your car's worth in under 30 seconds, enter your reg number now. Drive on Talksport with We Buy Any Car. Hundreds of local branches, millions of pounds paid to customers every week. Customers have all kinds of jobs that need doing this time of year, indoors and out. But you don't want to pay over the odds to get them done. Daddy's going to phone off to dinner. Office Perkins yeah. and their big trade deals. Like Crown Contract Matt, White Pants, 10 litres, 13 50. Or CLS Profile, 50 by 75 mil untreated. Yeah, five minutes, David. You can get it all online, on the app, or in branch. Travis Perkins, doing what matters for the trade. Price is X, 20% fat. People ask me why I'm always installing Samsung Aircon. We've done a bit, I just want to it's clever tech spreads cool air evenly around the room. I like mine just, cool just so, 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 so. Yeah, like yeah, it. Agent's back again. The Wonder Asylum Plan. PM and Charles Unlikely discuss policy. Number 10 says, well, Brexit on a dish was not to let these asylum seekers come over with any. Danish Street says it's unlikely the UK's Rwanda asylum policy will come up with Boris Johnson meets the Prince of Wales on Friday. The Prime Minister has said he would defend the scheme if it was raised, but his spokesman later said it would not be a forefront of his mind. Prince Charles is reported to have criticised plans to remove asylum seekers to the African country. The pair are in the Rwandan capital in Kigali for a Commonwealth summit. Prime Minister's spokesman said the policy was not something Mr Johnson was focused on a Commonwealth heads of the government meeting summit and emphasised challenges facing the Commonwealth such as sustainability, climate change and girls education were the priority. The Clarence House spokesman said he would not be commenting on supposed remarks made in private except say that Prince is politically neutral and the policy was a matter for the government. The policy has been criticised by politicians, refugee organisations and the Church of England, with some pointing to Rwanda's human rights record. There have been several legal challenges in the UK against the policy, with the first flight due to take people to Africa prevented 
I'm taking off earlier this month. Earlier, the Prime Minister said Rwanda had undergone an absolute transformation in the last couple of decades and had come on leaps and bounds in education and taking society forward. People need to keep an open mind about the policy. The critics need to keep an open mind about the policy, he said. It was reported in the Times that Prince Charles had privately criticised the plan of sending asylum seekers to Rwanda as appalling. But the Prime Minister, who said he had discussed the matter with Rwandan President Paul Kagame, said it was absolutely necessary and the right to fix problem of illegal cross-channel trafficking of people. Prince Charles, who is with his wife, the Duchess of Cornwall, has met business leaders in Rwanda as part of the Cornwall Business Forum. Under the Rwanda asylum plan announced in April, the government intends to remove some asylum seekers who have crossed the channel into the UK, sending them via one-way ticket to Rwanda to claim asylum there instead. It's been criticised with some pointed out last year the UK had raised concerns about restrictions to civil and political rights in the country after the first flight taking asylum seekers to Rwanda was cancelled. Labour's Shadow Home Secretary Yvette Cooper said the scheme had never been a serious policy and described it as shambles and shameful. When the policy was first announced, Liberal Democrats accused the government of slamming the door in the face of refugees. During the visit to Rwanda, Mr Johnson will not be visiting every accommodated set aside for the scheme, with his spokesman saying his time was limited. We think that the best use of his time is to sort is this short period he's in Rwanda is to dedicate himself to some of the issues that will be raised at the summit and work and to work with the world leaders and some of the issues we've talked about, not least Ukraine and the global security said. During a speech as part of the summit, Mr Johnson spoke of the UK's support for green energy projects in Africa, including the announcement of up to 162 million investment by British international investment in the hydropower sector. Um, going to do another segment before we get on to the next break. I've read the highlight of this horrific news. Not only, uh, true, you know, young ladies, young men are bumble to pedophiles, men and women. Here we go. Just want to make that known. Blackout drunk, married mum of two, teacher, 30, who grouped and kissed pupil 17 at club amidst drinking excessive booze. The teacher accused of kissing and groping teenagers at a club has admitted she downed an excessive number of drinks last night. A married mum of two, Ashley McConnell, said she remembered the pupil standing in front of her, but has no further memory of the conversation with her advanced. Married physics teacher Ashley McConnell is accused of groping and kissing a schoolboy on a night in out in the Highlands. The mum told a tribunal which was ordered to drink at the time, as well as shots one night of the alleged incident. McConnell, then 30, said she was ordered two drinks at the time, as well as shots, when she went out with friends in the Scottish Highlands in March 2018. This is what I um, say about alcohol, excessive drinking. So if I go out and have a bottle of JD and I sleep with whoever, I come out and go, I can't remember. 
is that good? Is that good enough excuse? It wasn't me. It was a drink. It's not. You know, you need to look after your health. That is no excuse. It really, isn't an excuse. This is trouble with media um, and the law. It needs to change. Blame the drink. Blame the drink. That is, there's a paedophile on the in the news. Blame the drink. It's not an excuse. The physics teacher who worked at First Ohio High School, then visited Club Skinardi, where she changed to have kissed a 17-year-old. Pupils also reportedly saw her touching the lad's groin and holding hands with him. They dobbed her in and she told them to F off, it's claimed. McConnell is facing a fight for her job as she quizzed by the General Council in Scotland over her behaviour last night. She should be fired, absolutely, making it set an example of a teacher drinking excessive. She's supposed to be a professional. These are the sort of people they need to make examples of. Referring to the pupil, she allegedly kissed the pupil. She said, I can't remember the content of the conversation on the night. That was the truth. My relocation of the evening was not clear. Nothing really in detail. I don't remember dancing with him, but it isn't to say I didn't dance with him. I also don't remember some of the other stuff which might have happened, but it's not trying to be honest as I could be. I thought it's quite significant to kiss someone. It's something that I remember. The pupil told school bosses he kissed her three or four times, it was heard. Miss Connell said she spent most of the evening in the smoking area on the dance floor. You know, anyone, when they drink excessive amounts of alcohol, they behave in ways they wouldn't behave otherwise, she said. Miss accused. I can remember parts of the night and it's not like I blacked out and not remember the evening. I don't have an explanation. It's just the effect of drinking large amounts of alcohol. McConnell had been out for dinner and drinks with colleagues' 50th birthday before visiting several pubs and eventually heading to a club. She recalled drinking beer and Jack Daniels. A few colleagues had suggested to me that maybe I should go home, but I wasn't keen to go home, she said. Then again, in her defence, 17-year-olds shouldn't be out in pubs and clubs underage. It's down to the security to step in. Why didn't they check their ID? There's many um, things you go by there. But I'd still be fuming as a father to that boy. That um, overage person has done that. Referring to allegation for pupils that she was dirty dancing with a schoolboy, she said, it was something I remember. She said there's been no evidence. She's danced provocatively with the boy, but admitted, I can't say it didn't happen because I drank a large amount. Pupils claim she was launched into the foul mouth tirade and said one of the youngsters, I'll fight the B-I-T-C-H. I had a relocation of having an altercation with two girls, McConnell said. I had a confrontation in smoking and the two girls were very loudly speaking about my personal life. She said they loudly commented that she wasn't behaving as a teacher should and that felt sorry for her husband and child. Well, there you go. That sort of gives the gist of her acting inappropriate. Anyway, the trial continues. Imagine that. What shambolic behaviour. My goodness. Anyway, let's go to Prince Charles. He's got, he's got um, alter 
Autocoration with his eyesight. What do we have here? My eye, Prince William. So, Prince William is just blur of faces. Royal and dwindling eyesight. Six vision problems. As the nation was left grinning, the official photograph of Prince William and his three children to mark Father's Day. Attention now turned to Royal's birthday, having spent his life dedicated to performing official duties on behalf of the Queen. The Duke holds a patronage of 30 charities and military organisations having spoken passionately about various subjects including mental health. Conservation, con conservation with emergency workers a few years during BBC documentary The Wall revealed that his ageing eyesight makes it difficult for him to see people's faces when making these speeches. During the documentary Football Prince William and Our Mental, our mental Health which aired back in May 2020 Prince shed, my eyesight started to tail off a little bit as I got older. I didn't get used to wear contacts when I was working, so I gave speeches I couldn't see it on his face. Despite the own symptoms, the all went on to say that a condition as in reality helped me cope with anxiety, his anxiety. He continued to say, and it helped because it's just a blur of faces, and because you can't see anyone looking at you, I can't. I can see enough to read the paper and stuff like that, but I couldn't actually see the whole room. And actually, that really helped my, with my anxiety. You're like, this has to uh, go, right? I don't want to mess this up. That's a lot of people watching, and you can see certain people. Because I couldn't see anyone's eyes. You didn't feel the whole weight of the room is watching you. There you go. Poor Prince William. There's a poor old eyesight going on there. Poor old eyesight going on there, Mr. William. I wonder if you'd like to know how my mental health is right now. The big thing about my mental health going on right now. And it's all to do with the Flamini judiciary. Of legislators that couldn't melt a bit of butter on toast. And much use as a chocolate fire guide. Uh, listen to this. Petrified woman who moved more than 50 miles to escape her violent ex-boyfriend was found dead. And this is horrific news. Domestic abuse at large. Vi domestic violence at large. A petrified woman who moved more than 50 miles to escape her violent ex-boyfriend was found dead after he turned up announced at a new home. An inquest has heard Jessica Louise Laverack, known as Jessie, moved to East Yorkshire from Wotham in 2017 to escape her ex-boyfriend Patrick Walsh. Despite moving counties, Mr Walsh found out there was Jessie lived and sent her a letter before turn up unannounced in September 2017. Mrs Laverick, 34, was tragically found dead in Beverly on February 2nd, 2018. There has been no suggestion Mr Walsh was involved in her death and it remains unclear that the cause of her death was... Her death was subject to domestic homicide review, the first of such case in East Riding. An inquest of the whole coroner's court looked into the mysterious circumstances surrounding her death on Wednesday. The court heard that she had moved in the area during the summer of 2017 in a bid to escape Mr Walsh, who allegedly abused her and grabbed her by the throat. 
He denied any allegations about abuse against his former girlfriend at the inquest that he showed up in September after writing uh, a letter. Wow. There you go. Domestic abuse at large, ladies and gents. The proclamation of the game is going to let the show run for five minutes. We've got um, a big election coming up in the next couple of weeks, so make sure you vote. Vote Jay Johnson. Vote Conservative. Conservative government at large. Over half of all male players at last year's tournament were abused, but Beekman says she won't ask her players to stay off social media. And a Manchester City fan has been hit with a three-year football banning order for throwing a flare onto the pitch. 22-year-old Philip Maxwell has also been fined over £1,400 after admitting the incident during the Premier League title-winning victory against Aston Villa. Uh, Tomorrow afternoon from one, over on Talksport 2 to follow all the action. No, I mean, it's a mastermind. That was a waste of a journey. 